Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Food Junkie. Episode number two, star versus rookie. Food Junkie is everything about football, and you got to remember football is more than just a sport. It is a way of living. Football is life. So in this episode, star versus rookie, we're going to talk about several results during this weekend, starting with Real Madrid v. Huesca, uh, the Barcelona game in which they tied. Uh, definitely bad news for Ronald Koeman. And um, former Barcelona manager Kike Setien comments about Barcelona and Leo Messi specifically. And also, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Women's FA Cup final and congratulate the champions. So, I uh, hope you enjoy and let's begin. We're going to start with Real Madrid v. Huesca. Real Madrid v. Huesca. It was... A really good game, some really great 30 minutes of game, very, very tight, very close. Wesco was performing amazingly. Uh, so to begin with an overview of the game, uh, Real Madrid was playing 4-3-3 and Wesco was playing 4-3-3. Uh, it was 9 a.m. And uh, we had some clear weather. It was a perfect day for a game. Uh, in this game specifically, I'm going to talk about Eden Hazard. Eden was hired for a high, very high amount of money uh, for Real Madrid, and he has barely played because of his injuries. He made a return this weekend, and uh, despite not being in top form, Eden was able to score a very, very, very beautiful goal that not just only opened the score for the game, but also definitely changed the way the game was going through. Real Madrid, after that goal, started to manage uh, the pace and the time of the game way better, and managed to at the end of the at the end of the match uh, go over Huesca four versus one. All great goals. We're gonna talk about him in a little bit. So starting, what is the big thing about talking about Eden Hazard? Well, uh, as you might know, there has been very very uh, long criticism and talk not just to Eden who has been benched despite all the millions uh, that it cost Real Madrid to purchase him but also his substitute and uh, a very very young guy that has been playing his position Vinicius Jr. So first we're going to start with the discussion uh, because of a comment that a friend made regarding Eden Hazard's physical status right now which is very very poor Uh, to be honest, compared to, you know, his his physique at other moments in his career, uh, specifically Chelsea. Uh, definitely, we know that when, once Eden Hazard gets back to that level, he's going to be one of the stars. And Vini Jr., a very young, talented guy that is missing something uh, when he is to finish his plays. He's good dribbling, he's amazing running, but that last decision of the play game, he's definitely missing that. So my friend said this comment, and he said, I prefer Eden Hazard with his poor physique than this young guy that is yet to make a name, and uh, you can tell he's an amateur. And uh, this weekend, he was proved correct. Uh, why am I saying this? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm only saying this because Eden uh, didn't play it the best match ever. I'm going to give you some stats in a bit. Uh, but nevertheless, it did make a difference in Real Madrid's game. Uh, the defense was more concerned about this guy probably than any uh, than uh, some defenses concerned about Vini Jr. in other games. 
And not only that, but he managed to score a beautiful goal he pulled out of his pocket in a moment where nobody thought it was going to be possible. Uh, Wesca was playing great defense. Nevertheless, a magnificent uh, dribble by Hazard and a more magnificent shot gave Real Madrid the starting goal of the game. So congratulations, Eden. You scored a beautiful goal. Eden Hazard plays left winger. Um, so let's start with a little bit of his stats. Eden. Eden completed 24 passes. Out of those 24 passes, they were all short passes. So no long passes, no filter passes. They were all short passes. Some of them uh, were, you know, with a little bit of trickery and all that. But it, it was amazing. He didn't miss many of those passes. And he got eight incomplete passes uh, as well. So... Out of, out of the 32 passes uh, he did, 24 were complete and 8 were incompleted, uh, which is which is not that bad given his, his physique right now at this moment and uh, the the amount of um, the amount of times he actually had possession of the ball. Again, he was not running that much. He was not participating in defense at all. He was only grabbing the ball when it was given to his feet. This is one of the things you, you probably would, would not see with an Eden Hazard that is with a, with a, you know, a great physique. Uh, but right now his physique is really poor, so he wouldn't run if he didn't have the ball at his feet. And he would only actually run with the ball at his feet. And again, he did not support in defense maybe once or twice, but, but that was it during the 59 minutes he played. Moreover, Eden had two shots on target. One of them was blocked, and one of them was a goal. So, you know, that's great, a 50% effectiveness on his shots. And dribbles, out of eight dribbles, he completed five, and three of them were incomplete. Uh, whether because he lost the ball on his own or, or because defense managed to take the ball away from him. Uh, again, uh, we know Eden is a dribbler. We know Eden in perfect form would definitely take um, among many, many defenders. But nevertheless, I still believe for the amount of participation he had, this is not that bad, uh, given he played uh, 59 minutes. So Eden definitely made a difference in this game. Uh, despite not being, you know, his top performance. And he knows that. You can see this. Uh, in another regular time, you wouldn't see Eden Hazard being substituted at the 59th minute. Uh, but in this case, it was necessary. You can tell he was out of gas, out of energy. And Vinny Jr. came in. Uh, Vinny Jr. started with a great run, very dangerous run, which uh, then uh, made a cross ball over to Benzema, who missed to score right in front of the goal, but uh, he, he did score some other goals, so that was great for for Real Madrid for sure. So, uh, Vinny Jr., what's the thing about him? You know, he's been criticized so much, he's not been playing his best games, and after the last comments from Karim Benzema, saying that, uh, telling to his uh, international teammate, Mendy, not to pass the ball to Vinny because he lost it in that specific game of Champions League, you can tell that today, after all the criticism, this has definitely affected him. He was playing a little bit shy on this game. But nevertheless, you know, it was a regular game. Nothing to complain about that. However, there are other two guys I do want to mention. One of them is Federico Valverde, which is right now one of 
the most promising talents and one of the best midfielders for me because he is in the game in every facet of the game. He's going to defend. He's going to cover spaces. He's going to intercept balls. He's going to go on attack. He's going to assist. Uh, and he's going to score goals. In this game specifically, uh, Federico Valverde assisted Eden Hazard on his goal and then scored a beautiful goal uh, also. So congratulations, Federico Valverde. We hope you keep this level up. And we we'll definitely love to have you sometime on the show. And then the other, one of the backbones of Real Madrid really, is Carlos Enrique Casemiro. So what happened with Casemiro? He was playing great. Of course, he needed two rest as well. Uh, given that right now, you know, playing Champions League, playing the league, some of these players definitely need to rest their legs to keep performing at this level. So, Casemiro was brought out of the pitch. Um, I'm definitely uh, positive that Zidane did this uh, substitution because he wanted Casemiro, you know, to have fresh legs for the upcoming games. However, once Casemiro was uh, substituted, Real Madrid lost control of the midfield, and you could tell this, and Huesca managed to score one goal. Nevertheless, it was not enough for them as Real Madrid beat them 4-1. to one. So congratulations, Real Madrid. What a great game, and uh, they definitely need to keep uh, their game level like this. And then we move to the arch rivals, Barcelona. Barcelona played uh, Deportivo Alavés, and they tied 1-1. It has really been a dry spell for the Kuman era, uh, especially since they brought him to fix many of the issues that are ongoing in the club. Uh, him specifically for, you know, uh, on the on the sports side, not the admin side. But uh, nevertheless, it doesn't seem that Barcelona are getting on with uh, the game plan. Many people say this is because of the administrative issues left behind, uh, the discontent of Lionel Messi wanting to leave and not let him want to go. I definitely think there's still some, uh, some things going on and affecting the, the, the club as a whole. So uh, talking exactly about this, uh, despite their tie, there's a bigger issue coming over for Barcelona right now and is that The board is trying to negotiate the wages with the team players. Apparently, they need to cut down 150 million uh, in wages before Thursday, or they might need to find some economic support in January. And one of the big items in this discussion, of course, is Lionel Messi. They need to negotiate his contract and, uh, of course, many of, of the other players, but I'm pretty sure Lionel Messi might have the, the bigger monetary uh speaking uh, contract in the club uh, so what's going to happen and that's really really interesting right now given the relationship with Lionel Messi uh, and the board of Barcelona in the last month uh, despite uh, Jose Maria Bartomeu renouncing of, of his position as president of Barcelona I do believe there still might be some friction between Uh, you know, the administrative side of Barcelona and Messi, not with the club itself, because we all know Messi loves Barcelona. But do you really think Messi, after how he has been treated and denied uh, his departure from the club when he wanted it, is going to negotiate his wage with the club? It's, it's really, really, you know, um, a hard situation for Messi and for the club. And uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Messi can be a great guy for sure, but uh, 
it's it's still really everything's up in the air and we'll see what happens before Thursday. And talking about Messi, we're going to go with uh, the declarations of Kike Setien. Kike Setien is an ex and really short time manager at Barcelona. He brought up some controversial declarations about Messi in the locker room. And he speci specifically he said, I think Messi is the best of all time. There's another facet beyond just a player, and it is more difficult to manage. He also said, Leo is difficult to manage. Who, who am I to change him if they have accepted, accepted him as he is for years and have not changed him? And finally, he said that Messi is very reserved, but he makes you th see the things that he wants. He doesn't talk much, but you know what Lionel Messi wants. So... I bring this up because there has been many speculation regarding Messi and how he has control over many things going on the locker rooms in Barcelona, specifically speaking about, you know, bringing players, uh, bringing coaches in and, and managing what actually happens in and that the managers have barely to to little or none control at all in their locker room, which is really preoccupying when you're talking about a club. Uh, and enough of itself, you can't leave the plot power just to one person. And uh, these are just rumors, but uh, I mean, it's it's not the first time we've heard him. And to hear a manager, yes, he might be upset because of the way he was sacked. But to see a manager speaking this way just, you know, puts puts on uh, the pressure more on Messi and makes you believe a little bit more of this. So we'll have to see how this plays out. But Barcelona definitely need a change uh, probably an attitude actually to you know to go back again to being who they were uh, let's see how it goes for Ronald Koeman he is an ex-Barcelona player one of the stars in Barcelona one of the best defenders also and let's see how he does now as a manager uh, nowadays we are seeing many ex-players becoming managers and we have now uh, Starting from Zinedine Zidane, Ronald Koeman, Mikel Arteta, Pep Guardiola. Uh, these, these all guys were players and they, they managed to go over to the other side and become managers. Andrea Pirlo. Some of them have already succeeded. Some of them are succeeding as we speak. And some of them are yet to prove themselves in the manager world. And now finally, guys, we move to the Women FA Cup final. It was disputed between Manchester City and Everton. It looks like Manchester City and Everton are doing great, not just uh, in the men's soccer uh, division, but also in the women's. So Man City and Everton go to the final. They tie and they go to extra time. At this point, Manchester City manages to dominate and score two goals. Uh, more to end the game 3-1. Manchester City are the champions, very well-deserved champions. Congratulations to all the Manchester City players and to all the Manchester City fans for this great win. And I'm going to leave with a great comment by Georgia Stanway, one of the best players in Manchester City. Uh, right after the game, they were interviewing her and asking her if they were going to celebrate tonight because of this win, to which she said, and I quote, We will celebrate tonight. We can celebrate much because we got a game on Wednesday. Guys, these are really the words of a champion. These are really the words of someone that's focused 
concentrated and willing to win everything despite winning the FA Cup title today. They still want more and they're trying to focus on their next game already. Congratulations, Manchester City. Congratulations, Georgia Stanway. It's great that you think like that. And we hope to see this type of attitude in many, many other players, sports, and facets of everybody's life. You need to be focused. You need to keep on going. And you need to keep fighting all the time. Thank you so much for joining us today. And don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts, Instagram and Twitter at Food Junkie for the latest news and most relevant information in the world of football. We'll see you in the next one. And always remember, football is life. Thank you.